The Power of Full Engagement by Jim Lohr and Tony Schwartz. One sentence summary. The power of full engagement teaches you how to manage the only thing worth managing, your energy, by telling you how to properly maintain your four kinds of energy, live a life of purpose, and accept your limitations. My favorite quote from the authors is, We grow the aspects of our lives that we feed with energy and engagement, and choke off those we deprive of fuel. Your life is what you agree to attend to. By Jim Lohr and Tony Schwartz. Co-authored by Jim Lohr and Tony Schwartz, both experts in high-performance research, this book is just what time management junkies have been waiting for, because it sets them straight. The two of them found that contrary to common belief, grinding for hours on end every day is not the way to success, and that people who manage their energy instead of just their time tend to outperform their close-to-burnout peers. I'm also pretty sure that James Altucher got his daily practice model from this book, which I've been following for years. Here are three lessons to help you manage your energy better and work at full engagement. 1. Manage your energy, not your time. 2. Keep track of all four sources of energy in your life. 3. Accept your limitations. Ready for a new approach to managing life? Rock and roll! The Power of Full Engagement Lesson 1 Manage your energy, not your time. This answers the question, why do so many time management approaches fail? Doesn't it make sense to you instantly? There seems to never be enough time to get things done. We cram, we fight, we work into the night, yet we can never ever catch up. But just because every day has only 24 hours, that doesn't necessarily mean time is the thing we need to optimize. It's just our default setting. Let's turn the tables. Imagine you had all the time in the world, more than you could use. Your day is 100 hours long and you'll live to be 150 years old. What then could keep you from doing everything you wanted to do in life? Energy. Without energy, you can have as much time as you want, but it'll be no good. In March 2016, I learned this lesson the hard way, once again. I was stuck in bed for almost two weeks with a severe case of the flu, because I was stressing myself too much before. Had I managed my energy better, I would have avoided the whole thing and not lost 14 days, which feels like a year when you're sick. You can come to grips with this truth by simply thinking about how you feel right after an incredibly long stretch of work. How did you feel after working for 8 hours straight the last time? How after pulling an all-nighter? Make your assessment and you will see it's not the way to go. The Power of Full Engagement Lesson 2 Keep an eye on all four sources of energy in your life. This answers the question, what parts of my energy do I have to manage? So what to do instead? Manage your energy. By focusing on being in your best shape, you won't have to stress about cramming more into the time you have and can instead make more with the time you've got. There are four kinds of energy for you to manage. Physical energy, emotional energy, mental energy, and spiritual energy. Physical energy is the most important and it's based on how well you sleep, how well you eat, and how well you exercise. Without physical energy, you won't be able to do anything so most of your attention should go to that. Emotional energy allows you to react to situations with a broad set of feelings and not just let the world push your buttons. It's the difference between yelling at a poor clerk in the store or taking their slowness with a smile. Mental energy helps you not cave when things get tough and power through the boring parts at work when you need to. Lastly, spiritual energy is not about following a religion. It's just a sort of compass for your life 
pointing you in the right direction thanks to clearly knowing your own morals and values, when you're in need of guidance or don't know what to do next. Pay attention to these kinds of energy throughout your day, and you'll notice they have a much bigger impact on your performance than managing your time. The Power of Full Engagement, Lesson 3. Accept your limitations. This answers the question, where does managing your energy hit its limits? But Nick, how do I optimize all of these energy levels? This blog post is too short. Yep, I get it. But 4-minute books posts always share 3 lessons from a book and are supposed to help you get the big picture. It's a limitation of the system that both you and I will have to accept. Just like you'd be better off accepting criticism you get at work, instead of dismissing it as wrong and stupid. Yes, avoiding the truth of our shortcomings feels good at first. It leaves our confidence intact. Yet, in the long run, we pay an expensive price for it. When you ignore criticism and keep doing things the same way, you'll make the same mistakes over and over again, and every time you'll have to face criticism again, draining you even more of your energy. Instead, try to accept that your point of view is just one of many, and not necessarily the right one. It'll allow yourself to stay flexible and figure out how to overcome barriers at work faster. My personal takeaways from the Powerful Engagement for 2017. Okay, I don't know if you noticed, I don't know if I sounded out of breath in this summary, but if it was, it's because I just did 50 push-ups right before this summary. And very, a super relevant summary today. It's always fun to somehow open this and end up with a book I can really relate to at that very moment. <clears throat> this morning, I watched a video uh, by Gary Vaynerchuk, who I'm a big fan of, about how to keep your health in check when you're a hardcore entrepreneur and you work all the time. And in this video, he described how he shifted uh, from, in I think in March, to a full-on commitment to managing his health and working out. So basically, from scratch, he went to working out an hour or so a day, every day. And it's something he said he he knew he wasn't doing right before and when he was 30 he made a bigger commitment to business and to really doing taking the actions he needed to take to get where he wanted to get there but he said with health he'd always been slacking and he showed some clips of him doing old keynotes where he was kind of chubby and stuff like that and said now he's done that same mental shift at almost 40 years old to health <clears throat> and this is interesting for me because recently um and physical energy here being the most important one, obviously. I've done a shift in the different or same direction, however you want to put it, because I said when I got here, I'm going to do everything it uh, it takes to do school well and do, or like, do school good enough so that I'm sort of on time and I know I'm not going to take twice as long, which I can't even because we're restricted to six semesters tops and four semesters is the standard time. Uh, I'm going to do everything it takes to do that and to, of course, make my writing stuff, businessy, uh, coaching, whatever I'm doing, a uh, success. So that I, by the time I get out of school, I don't want to have to take a job. Now, before then, when I lived elsewhere, before I started the degree in October, I went swimming one to three times a week, right? So I had phases where it was three times a week. It was really good. I also walked 10,000 steps a day. Um, and... Of, of course, when you take on a full-time uh, full uh, degree, then on top of your other stuff, something's got to go, 
and for me swimming was the thing that went out the window because I have a fairly long commute to school which is like 25 minutes uh, which is long if you're considering I live in the city um, or at the outskirts of the city um, and not a pool nearby not one that was easily accessible uh, very restricted rules for the pool in college and so on so there were like some constraints which made it easier quote-unquote for me to drop that um, and so I said hmm yeah but like I'm still walking 10,000 steps a day or more uh, I'm still working out a little every day like the push-ups I did now I usually do those when I get up this morning I didn't I just stretched a little bit so I did some push-ups now <clears throat> so I have something in place but it's not as good as what I had before and that's a sacrifice I'm making and that ties into the third lesson right like accept your limitations like I have these four kinds of energy I know I'm very aware I have more energy than I had before which is ironic um, even if I sleep less and stuff I think it's because of the higher commitment and I feel better and I'm happier <clears throat> but still like I know like I'm trading some physical energy um, or like some maintenance of physical energy for mental energy right now uh, and that's okay right so it's not something I would recommend or want to do uh, long term but like right now I'm like if this helps me make it through these two years and then not have to take a job and I have way more time to work out then that's fine by me but there comes a time when you have to switch gears and I hope that at one point when I'm happy with where I am at financially mentally whatever you want to call that then I would uh, I will try to manage all of them perfectly but you can't always do that right so first of all don't beat yourself up if you are not managing all four aspects of your energy well right now the second thing is physical energy is obviously the most important because if you're not healthy you can't do anything um, but if you feel sort of okay with your physical energy try to introduce something to make sure the other three are, are serviced well or at least get some baseline service like spiritual for me is very easy like I I have a lot of perspective, I, I do, I note down three things I'm grateful for each night, so this doesn't have to be a lot, right, this is really basic, really easy. Mental, I, I work so much, I, I do so many different things, like that's no problem. And then emotional uh, energy, I feel really happy, I'm, I'm confident, I feel good about the stuff I'm doing, I'm aware of my decisions and so on, so I'm good there too. Um, I got like the basis covered, right? <clears throat> so for me, the physical energy is the trade-off right now. And I think the best thing you can do after the summary is like ask yourself, which one am I trading right now? Like, where's the trade-off I'm making, and which one should I prioritize? Like, do I need to get my sleep in order first before I can do more, or do I maybe need to get some emotional balance, or and so on, right? So, figure that one out first. Um, ask yourself that question: wh Where am I making a trade-off? What's going on? And when you have that figured out and you can take it in just from there great book recommended by again so i, I want to say james altager because it's called, he sort of took his practice from there uh, i'm guessing because it's the same and also recommended by noah kagan i think i saw it in his creative live course i think once he recommended that it's a good book because with all the energy i have right now i have tons of it so I can work a lot, right? It's very easy and I don't have to micromanage every second of my day. It's super helpful, a big mental shift, but I think it's a good one to make. So I hope you enjoy it, hope you enjoy the book, and I hope you will learn to manage your energy better in the future from this. See ya.